0: new pope who dis welcome to the officially unofficial podcast for the new pope on hbo i'm jim i'm aaron and i'm cecily and we're talking about season one episode one of the new pope not to be confused with the young pope which hbo definitely doesn't want you to think Mm. is part of this series i don't understand it
1: oh there was a first season for this
0: yeah oh you haven't oh no this conversation is going to be
2: weird if you haven't seen that uh, it is weird how is they are completely separate in the archives. Like, and on this on the front page, I don't know if it's still like this, but on Sunday was a month, yeah, Monday night. uh they were both on my like recommended thing. so I just went to the Young Pope and thought, well, I just navigate to season yeah. two. You can't uh, get there. Can't get there. No they're relation. Not
0: connected at all. Not connected even in at the, all. the the. I, I,
2: hmm. I, I they, it Would not surprise me if they fix that because that seems like what I what I imagine is. This stuff is uh, some it has to be like auto generated based on like the title. So if it's got the same title, it just mm-hmm. goes under and this has got a different title. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that makes sense. But yeah. They, they'll but they're probably also fix calling
1: it, it, it season one, episode one on HBO's website. Yeah. And right.
2: they called this episode first episode. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's like... true. That's true. So I don't know. In their minds it's a separate series. Yeah. I kind of respect
1: yeah. it because, you know, it's been so long since the first season that maybe yeah. you want to capture new viewers, but all of the yeah. like marketing that came out before this is definitely targeted towards people who are familiar with Lenny as the Pope.
0: Oh, sure. We're considering it the same show. Mm-hmm. If you noticed in your feed, all of the Young Pope episodes are there because we covered all of that.
2: Yep, four mm-hmm. years ago. It's been a while. It's been a while. Oh. I When I looked at my notes, uh, it was February, I think, 17th, 2017 when we put this thing to bed. But yeah, it's the same it's 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 uh, created by Paolo uh, Sorrentino. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got all the same crew coming back. Yep. Uh I guess that was one of my, the things I was most nervous about is 4 years later, would they have something interesting to do or say about this thing? Uh would it still be fun to watch? Would it start taking itself too seriously? The receipts are in. What do you guys think? Taking itself too seriously? Definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Like no. it does the opposite of that. Yeah, I'm trying to think like I, I I was immediately soothed, like within five minutes of watching this episode. Uh, yeah. five five minutes <laughs> in this episode, like the heaving mass, writhing mass of nunnery in the introduction. Mm-hmm. Uh the bird shitting on Viello's shoulder as he's making his pitch to be the next Pope. Yeah. yeah like, I didn't
1: even need five minutes in. I just needed three <laughs> fingers in, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> you, I, you I immediately done, remembered
1: all the things I missed about the show because there's nothing like it
3: yeah you know it's it just really visually
1: isn't. incredibly striking the story they're telling seems like it shouldn't work but it does for and they're me, willing to go
0: anywhere with this like I, I was watching that scene with the nun sponge bathing the young pope and I'm mm-hmm. like well this is that actress's best day of her life a uh-huh. but b surely they won't take this where I would take this in my mm. fucked up dirty brain mm-hmm. and then they do yeah and I like that's some special kind of sin, right?
2: There's a hell for that. I was just thinking that like the confidence of which he's playing with these very culturally important, significant toys. Uh, you know, there's a complete lack. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's weird because it's it's reverent and it's irreverence. Like mm-hmm. it exactly. takes two and a half minutes to file in cardinals into this college Man. and shows everything in loving, lush detail. All, that scene is amazing. All mm-hmm. the gravity and all the weight. And then one of the cardinals flushes the toilet from off scene, <laughs> comes into the, the like, arranges his the underwear underneath underwear. his dress. And it's like, oh, right. And that's yeah, it's
0: this image of what you think of the Catholic Church yeah. and the
2: realities of it yeah.
0: sort of juxtaposed in strange ways that yeah. I've never seen before. That is really what this series does so well.
2: Yeah. I remember because uh, I, I was reading this book on. Um, You know, like, uh, I I don't know, like Master slave relationships and like like because like, and some of you cl- claim to be in these like twenty-four-seven BDSM relationships where someone's always bound or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this one thing I was writing is like you have to remember that even in these situations, sometimes it's just about passing assault at the dinner table, right? Yeah. Well it has to be. And <laughs> that's human what beings. like Even though these guys are all like the brothers of Christ and the brides of Christ, sometimes it's just about passing assault. Sometimes it's just about, hey, your underwear is riding up underneath this <laughs> this frock, and I like those moments where where you see that uh, these guys are just men, but they also they also pay, I think, more than just lip service to the spiritual side. Like, I thought yep. it was interesting uh, hearing the inner thoughts of the cardinals, like the what yes. types mm-hmm. of popes they're praying for, and they're all over the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, I was more sympathetic to some than others, but, like, it was really, uh, you know, I, I felt like it, it it took that stuff seriously, and that's why the show works, because it is very mm-hmm. human, Mm-hmm. And how can you hate on anything, you know, like, you know, how can you hate on anything that's human?
0: Yeah. it's presented with such a flair that you can, you can feel a little bit lost in the show sometimes. Yeah. I definitely do. Um, I, I, I went back and I was desperately trying to figure out what are they getting at with the mole on Voyella's face, but not on Hernandez. And I came away from it going. I'm not quite sure, but I don't think that matters. Like, I think it it's just a gag. It might just be a gag. It might just be a gag. I mean, them looking alike uh-huh. seems to me like they could be doing some devil and angel thing, but they're both teamed up as the devil at the end. And mm-hmm. I, I don't understand it, but it works right, on some that, level.
1: Yeah. The only thing they can agree on is that they're both so very different.
2: Right. Like, yes. Which but isn't even true. Which, the truth. which yeah. is obviously on the face of it, on the literal face <laughs> right. of it, untrue. Like, yeah, yeah. And I've seen, like, I remember... Um, In one of the Oceans 11, they do this gag where they have Julia Roberts as a member of the gang, but they use her supposed resemblance to Julia Roberts to, like, get access to a museum or something. Uh And it's kind of like one of those things, like, wow, that's audacious. And I'm not sure it actually worked. But here it's like by the time I realized what they were doing uh Hernandez was already in the bathroom saying what's that shit on your face uh-huh. like, and I'm like oh my god they're just they don't even care they don't even care they no. got different they got a mole on one guy different glasses on the other and this is two separate characters <laughs> everyone's going to make the joke and I I loved it I thought it was great I don't know how this show gets away with this yeah um that's the thing Is like people that I mean there's a couple shows and people most of the shows that we cover people ask hey do you think I'd like it I absolutely like i it's like like game of thrones rough at the end but most people if they can make it through the first couple episodes are going to love it uh the wire it's like same thing get through the first four episodes expanse um and like breaking bad is like yeah you're probably in from the pilot i
1: think yeah
2: and leftovers i'm like "Ah, that's an acquired taste Mm -hmm. this is i don't even know i don't know why i like it because the so many of these things, like the the reverence and the profane, profane and the juxtaposition of tone are kind of like my personal bugaboos, but mm-hmm. if you do it stylishly and the, the panache that this show has to pull yeah. this shit off is just off the charts.
1: Right, yeah. To be just as... Inc- it's just out there as it is, mm-hmm. but also have this really complicated political thing that's going on and it really yeah. tracks too. Uh-huh. like the 34 rounds of voting. Someone did the math and they figured out how to make this work. Mm-hmm. And they they have some complicated mechanics on their uh uh Boyolo side on how he yeah. manipulates all of that. Yeah, which I
0: I will say I didn't understand. I don't think this episode did a good job of conveying what was happening in those scenes. Damn. I couldn't tell you if that went over 35 days and maybe this is just my general unfamiliarity with uh-huh. the Catholic yeah, procedures. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. um, and maybe if I'd watched more things with, because I know I've seen a Conclave before in shows. I've watched, mm-hmm. um, fuck the, I, I can't remember what it was called. There was another HBO show which was all about it was like Medici or or something like that. Yeah, uh, I watched that whole show. Uh, and Jeremy they, Irons. It was n- not Jeremy Irons, like Ironsides. Maybe <laughs> it was. Oh really? Okay. I, I don't think it was. Maybe it was Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Um, but I watched that whole show, and so I know generally that this is a procedure where there are a lot of breaks, but they don't make it clear that the breaks are happening and that people are talking and trying to convince Uh each other and like
2: papal politics. And
0: I think this happens over a month, like 35 days. Yeah. They, they do immediately, immediate they, they, they make the
2: smoke come out and if it's black smoke there's no Pope if there's white right, smoke they got no. but pope. I'm only vaguely familiar with that stuff and so yeah. they didn't convey mm-hmm. any of that in this episode well, see, they right, expected me to know it. that I'm yeah. bummed because I was about to come out saying like I don't think you have to be an expert in this these papal procedures because expert, like they certainly. provide like a play by play and sometimes when it's a little bit too expository like Violo like I know this what the like why are you saying you know why are you explaining <laughs> to this I get it like yeah, I yeah. know so you you understand like the the push and pull but even then it's like you know we talked about the two and a half minutes of these 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 cardinals filing in Uh, so many things are indulgent about this process, like the just oh, the, yeah. the the reading of the counts and even but, them
1: turning in their votes. They have to put it uh-huh. on top of the plate and they, they have to do a prayer it. and yeah, then they yeah. use a the plate to tip it into the. Yeah. Right. And
2: I like how. But and they also the other brilliant thing I thought is they used all the different like frescoes and paintings, like the expressions on the painting. <laughs> as reaction shots? Yeah, as reaction shots, because Violo is just completely Blank throughout this process uh, but they've got The you know whatever these background Figures going on. Like, and then you've got like, a tr- a, Just a truly gorgeous song playing in the background yes. Like that that scene is
0: My absolute favorite of the entire episode where they're mm-hmm. Filing into the Sistine Chapel for the conclave
2: And and it just It it languishes in that And, mm-hmm. and not in a bad way for me mm-hmm. Yeah do we want to talk uh, I want to talk about Linny because that's The one the big question I had like How are they going to keep him sidelined How are they going to have this new Pope Uh, and then like, you know, what, what, what the season's going to be, who knows? But like we, Lenny's been in a coma for nine months. Mm -hmm. They've attempted three heart transplants (laughs) on him. None of them have taken. I think they've all failed because they're Muslim hearts and going into a Catholic body and it just won't happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. God's forbidding it. The the Muslim and Catholic antibodies just don't, uh, don't match up. Like I constantly question in this show how much... Of God's influence is being
0: exerted here. Cause, like, when, yeah, Viola gives that speech about how I want to be pope and God shits, sends a dove to shit on him. And then the, the he dove. sends a bird to steal the speech that he's given I to Francis it's the II. the same bird. It might be the. It might be same Lenny yeah.
1: like doing some sort of astral projection, like he does right. in his third heart transplant.
2: No, there, I don't, I just don't know. There, I can't rule it out. There is a realism, or uh, there is a realism to the spirituality here. Like yeah. there are miracle, like you know, they're kind of like maybe the leftovers type of miracles, but they are in this in this universe. Miracles like. It wouldn't surprise me at the end of the season, like Lenny gets up with like some kind of flaming fucking heart, Uh-huh. you know, and just turns into a seraphim right there I mean, and starts a, smoting.
0: There's a miraculous birth in the first yes. season in yeah. the young Absolutely,
2: Pope. absolutely. So, uh, I I really don't know. And and he heals people. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of these kind of miraculous things happen. So, uh, but but yeah, the fact that he's uh, sitting here, and it seems like this is setting up several difficulties with the church. Number one, that the faithful seem a lot of faithful seems like they were really taken with with uh, Pope Pius Pius. Pius, Pius the mm-hmm. 13th. And you know, they blame the church's corruption for the heart the the Pope's lack of heart rather than the than God. Um, they're and... facing it seems like there's an extremist Muslim element out there that's like uh, wanting to go to war against Christians. Um, and, uh, they also have this new Pope, uh, Francis II, mm-hmm. who has an army of sparrows <laughs> right out of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you might be able to kill the Pope, but the ideas that he's already put into po- power and into place are going to be, I think, harder to displace.
1: Right. It's what Lenny spent his The whole first season trying to do is to establish that the Pope is more of a symbol of, he's he's an influencer for lack of a better Mm -hmm. term, you know he's a he's a person who influencer yeah, yeah he's a person who understood that the visage or what the pope represented was more than the pope himself yeah and he i mean he clearly established all these these hoodie prayer fanatics i wrote down that they're called <laughs> hoodie prayer fanatics. The yeah flyers. that just it's a it's a powder keg is uh-huh. what he's yeah. built and you know it it after three heart transplants and everyone even the people inside the vatican assume he's dead he's still got this power that's going to mm. leave a huge vacuum that pope francis ii couldn't hope to fill even giving even granting all of my socialist dreams of, you know, people in power giving away all their money and doing the thing that they should do. And, and kind of following yeah.
0: on to what Pius XIII was doing, right? He was yeah. taking the church back to the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And for Pius XIII, that meant a different thing than Francis II. It's a lot more
2: gilded and a lot less uh, yeah. luxurious poverty. Right, and Francis II is is going back to Jesus's sort of Well, teachings. so that's the mm-hmm. other threat I wanted to mention facing the church. And this is like extends out the fantasy into the real world. When I was watching this, I'm like, isn't this exactly what the church should do? Like you yeah. got this refugee yeah. pro- across uh, uh, crisis across Europe. Uh, the Catholic Church owns a shit ton of real estate, a shit ton of buildings. They have a yeah. lot of money. Like, isn't this literally what, unironically, the Catholic Church should do? The Catholic right. Church should live like me in my twenties, paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, you yeah, Rely doing. if you need money. Like, like, look what happened when fucking Notre Dame burnt down. Like, suddenly there's seven billion yeah. dollars to renovate the thing. I don't, I that's, that's <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that now. But like, if mm-hmm. God needs, like, it's the joke of like throwing money into the heaven. Like, what God wants, he can keep. That should be literally true for the Catholic Church. And I kept on thinking, like, I haven't read a lot of press on this yet because I was a little pressed for time this week Um, or like (laughs) big opinion pieces about like if if this has got any kind of ripples or shockwaves, because I know there's a lot of like stuff going on in the Catholic Church between like traditional Catholics and like kind of reform minded Catholics. This series seems like it's getting at the heart of it. It's like, why doesn't the church do more than it does? Like, the church can barely grapple effectively with the problem of its pedophile priests. Yeah,
1: you can see in this episode that they are actively repressing people. Like, gay cardinals, minimum. Straight cardinals. Maximum, they're calling the migrants and refugees at their gates, terrorists, which they do within the same episode. So you can see that, you know, there's all these nuns who are being asked to be very... uh, pious uh-huh. for, for lack of a better term mm-hmm. but they're all you know having this like writhing dance and in the opening credits and i don't know if that actually happened that's the but thing but there's yeah. the nun who's very carefully not looking at or touching or even cleaning lenny's his penis po- <laughs> maximus yeah his <laughs> maximus but she's masturbating right next to him
2: uh-huh. so
1: you've got this what people are led to believe which is the right way of living but also what you convince yourself in order so that you can keep your golden crosses and s- sleep at night.
0: Yeah. Like these are the supposed to be the most adherent to the laws of God, right? Mm-hmm. The, these people. Um And yet we see them constantly breaking those laws mm-hmm. while, while presenting this image of, you know, piety. Uh Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that intro really happens
2: either. Do you think that's going to be the intro
0: for the the full well, season? Well, so
2: I think <laughs> I, I remember in first season that the intro of the show happened at the, didn't it happen at the end just like this? I'm I'm wondering if the credits outro sequence is going to be the new intro sequence that lands where, on
1: john brannock yeah it
2: like just comes and it lands on you know the 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 new new pope mm-hmm. <laughs> the new new uh who's got guy liner and all that i wonder if it's it's <laughs> going to be kind of like that and maybe he'll add a wink to it or something i don't i don't know but i don't know Could brannock's be. might be a completely different type of pope Seems uh, like he they yeah, he setting he's more reserved than the but Epicurean maybe because like that's one of the like some of the stuff they came out preseason is like that he's got like a, ta- a weakness or maybe a taste of the finer things, you know. Okay,
0: which would suit uh, the way the church is currently run in this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: but it's going to be a hairpin turn for the faithful who I think seemed yeah. like like the, the what Francis said was really exciting to him, them and that was on the back of Lenny who also was a very non-traditional uh, or maybe ultra-traditional pope. Um. I, yeah, yeah well, I,
0: when they assassinate this pope I'm just thinking what is the public perception here exact, there has been yes. a span of what a week maybe right. where this pope has been turning over tables in the catholic church right and and doing all the right things, opening all the right doors, and then suddenly he's dead. I
1: well,
2: think and, it's very easy to spin. And you see how like fanatical these people are. And we they had the uh, last season on where Lenny's talking about I want fanatics because they yeah. they are all about love. And this like woman who's just like screaming, pray like. I don't believe in the power of prayer necessarily, but I do believe in the power of that woman (laughs) and of the people in St. Peter's Basilica, like Uh rising up and Mm -hmm. saying enough is enough, plus a bunch of angry, pissed off immigrants. And they're also setting some interesting things about like uh, they show like one of these guys sneaking into the nunnery uh, to have some sort of form of Congress or relationship with one of these nuns. That's going to be interesting how they handle that. But mm-hmm. like this show is fearless as far as handling like last year they focused a like a male on male rape that I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. I think that might be the first time in fiction I've actually seen something like that portrayed and like the emotional payload of it I I yeah I but but I think that it's. Violo did something that took the easy way out and on the back of Lenny kind of suffering some kind of similar mysterious malady and kind of hustle like, you know, trying to, you know, get a new pope in before the old pope's even cooled off. Mm. I think that's going to be a big problem with there's going to be like a war of the faithful. It seems like civil, civil Catholic war.
1: Lenny gets up in the next episode because this one ends with his finger moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he gets up just as they're swearing in John Brannox or the two of them face off to, I mean, once you elect a new pope and the other one wakes up out of a coma, what are the rules here? actually well,
0: I, I actually, are they going to spend the episode researching like,
2: this? Accidentally researched it? Yeah, because I was just looking at like, because I was, <laughs> huh, I was, okay. I, uh, I don't know. I went down a rabbit hole of like looking at the throne of Saint Peter and like the big reliquary they've got to hold that and like what it actually looks like. And so I feels I, like the most uh, new pope thing ever. Where like you walked around a corner in the
0: Vatican and <laughs> yeah. God revealed to you the truth. Uh-huh, of yeah.
2: this particular mystery. <laughs> There's a concept of an anti. Pope the okay. fuck, which is a false yeah, that's Marilyn Manson's I'm character listening. which is a These false right. pope it, <laughs> yeah it is he, he, he was the last one uh th- so apparently in church history a, a couple of bishops or cardinals will get j- jumped up ideas or something like a pope will be uh instituted by one wing of the church and not another and then you've got kind of like then you a, just have protestants right <laughs> no, but but you, you like you got the real pope and then there's like these false popes the anti-popes and i wonder like if that's what's going to happen they're going to get this new uh brent Brennicks, uh put into place and he's going to be the pope and then lenny's going to rise from the apparent dead declare well, him an anti-pope and then i have so many questions oh uh-huh. uh-huh. what Okay, when you say
0: anti-pope and you say there's one pope for one faction, one pope for another faction, you can't really be talking like in official channels, like official power structure, right? You're talking about loyalties, not not titles. Uh, what do you mean? Like some people view this person, like like we see in this episode, right? Hernandez Uh is viewed as the pope by some, Uh by a majority, it seems. Yeah, and then Voyello is viewed by the pope as his by his acolytes. Is that what you're talking about or are you talking about there is an official power structure yes. where there is a pope and an well, anti-pope? It,
2: it's 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 there's there're different times in history like uh there's sometimes where like imagine like if the church is truly divided or but like imagine if um, So like
1: if they go 34 rounds and they're 50-50 every single round then it's you got a split, right?
2: Yeah, but like imagine like uh, like again think of this church as a 2000-year-old institution that's seen a lot of shit and mm-hmm. then imagine like a case where like a Violo and his like uh inner circle arranges for the rest of the college to be outside of rome and then they kill a pope and then they Mm -hmm. elect one with just a very small and then the rest of the college comes back and says no fuck this we're gonna do it we're gonna elect a different but you you know it's like one of it can be a situation like that Hmm. and i guess there's some points like there's the Uh, the article that i stopped reading was uh, a a breaking down like pope leo the eighth versus benedict the fifth which is like i guess had control of 50 50 percent of the church each and uh, so it's like it depends so so if
0: i'm if i'm a a catholic
2: yeah and i go to church the the
0: the day of the appointing of the new pope Uh would i find out that there are actually two popes at some point is that, is that what you're I, I talking about? I think that the
2: faithful would see that there's one true pope and then there's the anti-pope. But who is the anti-pope and who's the pope depends on which yeah, part of the church your you're affiliated with. But you're you're quickly mining the depths of my knowledge of okay. the subject. Okay, yeah. You accidentally I just say that there's a concept the called place. the anti-pope that I found very exciting in cuz you've okay. got a still living pope which uh-huh. you can hear like Benedict last the last Benedict stepped down, which is kind of controversial, like yeah. it's a position for life he stepped down cuz he got tired of all the Palpatine jokes. And we got, we got, we got the Francis the first now, uh, sitting on the throne. Mm-hmm. Um, but if like, you know, Pope John Paul the second died and then they put it, they put Benedict on and then Pope John Paul II second came back from the dead uh-huh. and denounced him. That's a situation is exciting that they might be, they might be going towards that. This season. I mean, I, I know, know which Pope I'd pick in that situation. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, Pope Lenny for life so oh no no i mean in the john paul coming back from the dead oh yeah i'm probably gonna pick well, him sure <laughs> yeah uh-huh but unless it's witchcraft
3: uh, that's the thing that's you don't like a mir- fucking anti-pope that's anti if you don't
2: like the if you don't like a miracle just say it's a it's demonic yeah and then, then you got uh yeah demonic birth it's, in season one that's how you get the anti-pope um but no i i think that
0: would be an interesting concept to play with yeah i mean this season is gonna have a lot of those uh uh, you know, pa- power battles, um, mm-hmm. like much like season one did. And it was, it was interesting because in season one, Lenny very much has the reins the entire season. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's appointed as Pope and he just steamrolls Voyello the whole season. Voyello basically has no recourse he tries a couple things he tries to seduce the pope at one point but but lenny the
2: thing is lenny was bulletproof because he was scandal free he was yeah eccentric as hell but never violated as far as i could tell the the law of the church But we don't know if that's
0: true of john malkovich i mean certainly as a person i know that's not true of john malkovich yeah but this new pope Mm -hmm. what is he going to be like is he going to have any weaknesses to exploit is he gonna and you said he might be he might have some sort of proclivities yeah. towards something we don't know what that is but yeah
2: and uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see where they go with that. Um, what do you think? Of, there's, there's a significant new character that was introduced. Uh, this ambassador to the Holy See, mm, yeah. Bauer, uh, Bauer mm-hmm. uh, named after Jack Bauer, I guess, because <laughs> no. he's gets his hands dirty. Gets You're his hands talking about the guy that uh, Voila met on the boat at the yes, beginning of the episode. Which, and what his... a boat! Damn, that I've that never seen a, I've boat, seen a limo boat, but holy yeah. shit, that's 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 a limo boat. It sure is.
1: He's clearly orchestrating. He clearly orchestrated the death of our new pope yes. but it had nothing oh, yeah. to do with voyello because voyello at one point uh cavallo his new guy who specializes in making people uneasy mm-hmm. comes the to horse. him and...
0: can we call him the horse that's the... what cavallo means in Italian.
1: does
2: it really ah, ah okay yes. all right well yes. the horse
1: comes in and he says bauer's not responding here he hasn't appeared mm-hmm. but bauer is still making moves to clearly kill this new pope yeah so i'm wondering who he's working for Is it Brannox?
0: I thought he was working for You might have to explain this to me again Because I yeah, thought he was I, working I, for Voyello I
1: think you it's, I think think it's so?
2: unclear He like met it, Voyello it on the
1: boat earlier no. In the early part of the episode And then later Voyello asks about Bauer And Cavallo says That he hasn't responded Or hasn't appeared As if he's not speaking to him anymore
2: Yeah mm. I think that and might be cover
0: You think he's like gone underground because it's. I think he's working for
1: someone else within because he gets a text message with a thumbs up from inside of the Vatican. Uh Bauer does,
0: yeah. Uh So he it seems like he's got a
1: plan working with someone else that's not Voyello, huh? Because I think Voyello considered it. Yeah,
2: it's possible. I I and I I. I think I don't know, I assume it's Viello, um, because it's him and Hernandez, the way they framed their shot in I don't know where that what is that chamber with the the cage uh that the Cardinals met in. It's not the sixteen chapel. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not the Basilica of Saint Peter or is that the same facility?
0: i think the sistine chapel might be with because i was trying
2: to find on wikipedia Basilica, the actual yeah. room and like what it's called and i, I couldn't and I, I think that we had a we had a couple catholics last year that were kind of like helping us out with some of these the minutiae of the lore the yeah, deep lore of catholicism
0: so i didn't know either um yeah. the 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 one time i went to rome i didn't actually go to the vatican which <laughs> uh-huh. now i'm regretting deeply yeah uh but i would go jesus christ yeah I'd, the art alone yeah. Uh but I looked it up. And I I searched Google for Sistine Chapel and mm. that room came back. Okay, well then there you like go. Like
2: f- 500 times. Okay. So I assume
0: yeah, that's Sistine Chapel.
2: Um but whether it's part of St. Peter's Basilica, which is the giant church itself is it's not clear I, to I me. I think it is. Yeah, okay. it's part of All it. All right. Um what were we talking about? We <laughs> were talking about uh, Bauer. Oh right.
1: And I think Bauer is turned on Vuelo.
2: Oh yes, the the, huh. the way they sh- but the way they shot that's what I was. The way they shot Vielo and Hernandez like in that darkened room kind of shaking hands felt like this was the big powers behind the power agreeing on what must be done. But I don't. it, it could be a misdirection. It
1: seemed like they were voting on, or they were agreeing that with the two of them having the majority votes outside of Branagh's, someone who we've never even seen but still has a very good percentage of votes, uh-huh. that they're agreeing to put their power behind Branagh's so that he's the next pope. So that these two people who think that they can, you know, control the reins. Mm-hmm are going to put up this new Pope that just like Lenny, just like the V. v- Violetti, <laughs> that they are going to try to control behind the scenes, but it's not going to work out.
0: I- I'm so happy that he took the name Francis. Yeah. Although he's dead now. Like that's the thing. Yeah. It- I was so happy. I was like, Francis. That's a name I can pronounce. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Okay. Uh, but one episode, one pope
2: down. Are we going to see a new pope every episode? Is that the thing? I don't think so. But this show's <laughs> I mean, ceiling the is show... such that I would go. Yeah. If they have a new pope every fucking episode, yeah. it would be pretty. Kind, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah.
1: How do you pronounce this name, Villetti? B-
0: that yeah. G L I, that the G L sound yeah. is impossible for, for Americans to pronounce. Let's it's, not try it.
1: That's where I keep getting hung up. Yeah. Uh this Pope, I I love it. I love how immediately the feeling of power hits you once you get to that uh balcony where you make yeah. your speeches. Yeah. And like, it's
0: a thing that I only give the latitude to the new Pope to do something like that. Because mm-hmm. in a in another show I would call bullshit. I would be like this guy never showed this is not within his character he never mm-hmm. showed any hints of wanting power at all
2: and then suddenly he's got it and he loves it well, right I think and this I've, is like the way he effortlessly and skillfully willed the power like i get that like yes. a, like power like and the way they portrayed it like everyone's like my god he's starting to believe but like it's, in a it's so over the top but he's like starting to believe
1: in a way that's dangerous to the people in power and yes. not yes. to us
2: uh-huh. yeah yeah yeah, but I I I like that and I but you're right there's a lot of these wild kind of plot twists that in other shows I would dismiss yeah. as preposterous and mm-hmm. crazy, but in The New Pope because you've got God and you've got like this this peculiar mythology they've set up it does. But they also I felt like they a little retconned it as like uh you know cuz when he was giving that speech to Vielo in his private office he intimated that I lost my nativity years ago, mm-hmm. but I retreated in this p- f- persona as a fool, as like a way to just protect myself. Like, you know, like if I knew, if I knew everyone's deepest, darkest secrets and I felt like I had some machinations to me, you'd probably have me rubbed out. Yeah. Well, now you done fucked up and you can't come at me like you did with Lenny because I know where all your bodies are buried. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I give this show Latitude largely
0: because of its style. Like I yeah. I look at the show and I say, well, it's trying to convey... Uh, a a feeling and Mm -hmm. B, information in unconventional ways I don't I don't think that this is a plot based show with with all of its political machinations and stuff like that this is a show that will that will describe to you in visuals how someone who had no aspirations to power Mm -hmm. would suddenly get power and be changed by that and that can happen in the span of half a second in this show and it's you just need to know what's happening, not exactly how it all happened and connected. Yeah. And that, to me, is sort of refreshing uh-huh. when I'm watching television, because I'm always looking for the next plot development.
2: Yeah,
0: Here, I'm sitting back and letting the plot developments be what they are underneath this layer of just general understanding of mm-hmm. what the show is going for. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I said on Twitter that like I'm going to pretend like this is how the, the true ending of, of Game of Thrones, because... <laughs> I do feel like there is some kind of spiritual connection there. Like the mm-hmm. the intense politics and gamesmanship. Uh, you've got like these authentic costumes that are like, yeah. uh, in some cases, over a thousand years old. And like these rich traditions and these things, like these institutions, I don't really understand. But they're- I-, I feel like there is a lot of Game of Thrones DNA in this, just mm-hmm. in the... You know, the salacious machinations of power that that really hit me in a way that I've missed since the glory days of, you know, Littlefinger and uh, Varys going at each other, hammer and tongue like you've got that in Vielo versus whoever he's fighting at the time. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's I I do wonder how they're what they're going to do with the Sparrows. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know, maybe you just take to to tell the Swiss guard to like, okay, uh, get rid of your halberds, get your machine guns out and like clear them out. Uh, yeah, I mean, you certainly could, you could, but then what does that do? Because I don't know what, what, what could the Catholic church do to hurt, hurt its relationship with the laity that, you know, I, I but that's the, that's the other story is like, you know, the laity has been through a lot these last couple Mm -hmm. decades. Um, you know threats inside and out i it's 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 fascinating fascinating
1: Mm -hmm. i have a couple of one-off things okay voyello sold the venus of willendorf at christie's
2: Mm
1: -hmm. which was that prominent fertility figure Mm -hmm. from the first season Mm -hmm. uh and cardinal asante
2: well it was sent to england to be sold
1: well, yeah, which yeah. I think he's got it hidden away somewhere. That's hopefully. what I was thinking yeah, in his uh-huh. house.
0: We'll see it an episode uh, from now.
1: Yeah, Cardinal Asante, Asente, I think, the tall man who's always smoking, and I think he might be gay.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. they hinted that this episode.
1: Yeah, um, he has the best reaction shots in the whole series. Mm-hmm. Like when Voyolo says that he sold the Venus of Willendorf at Christie's, just his, Asante's like slack-jawed look at mm-hmm. the person next to him. <laughs> Like if that's one, but he has the best reaction shots through just everything that's happening.
0: he has a lot of good ones the The one that stuck out to me was actually not his. it was the it might have been the guy sitting next to him, the very, very old cardinal who he's the one who I think doesn't know who Brannox is or doesn't know who vigletti is uh it, it, when when
1: the guy who's got the band-aid on his head.
0: No. Okay. No, <laughs> I'm not different explaining it. You're not going to know who this guy is unless you've noticed this moment, but something happens and he just rolls his fucking eyes mm-hmm. into the back of God's head. Like, it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable how far he rolls his eyes. And uh, I just love that reaction. Uh, he, they uh, they, they it's
2: transubstantiate in his body, turn into yeah. Christ's own eyes rolling into the back of his head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing I had is Voyello doing uh Voyello and Hernandez outside of the bathroom having their their private chat at the very end of the episode no. and uh Hernandez is doing his very deep voice against uh Voyello mm-hmm. like and it's got to be a little bit of a caricature right like he knows that throwing his voice a little bit isn't really going to tell us the audience that it's not yeah. the exact same guy playing a different character, but he does it just so that I think it's it's believable, but also kind of funny. Yeah, at the whole no, yeah. thing is—it's actually him
2: doing a bit of performance is funnier than if he just, you know, just use just let the mole do all the work. <laughs> like I <laughs> think, and then there's also a little bit different of an energy to uh-huh. the Hernandez uh, yeah. Like, slightly yeah, yeah like he's he's more of a like an offensive I'll take the piss out of you right to your yes. face whereas Violo yeah. is takes all about ultra seriously abasing mm-hmm. and you know self-abdignation and then putting the knife in when you turn your back and after you trust him uh, yeah so uh, yeah it's like I, I respect him for doing a bit and that that actually helped you know made everything that much better and which is again why this show gets away with a lot just because it executes yeah. everything on you know there's almost never any awkward dialogue it's not like intentionally d- awkward like it's just well, everything seems very well thought out i i think the i think most of the dialogue is awkward because i can't
0: like like that that cardinal in the bamboo forest i hardly ever understand what foyola says <laughs> yeah. not because uh, yeah, yeah, i yeah. don't understand the concepts right but just
2: because his his
0: stilted kinda, delivery yeah. a way of speaking that uh-huh. yeah I, I it's tough uh, I almost
2: have to watch this sometimes with subtitles or oh, the volume yeah. Oh, yeah. way up. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I it, when I, I guess when I mean dialogue, I mean like the script. I, I know. You yeah, know yeah, yeah. Because you're right. There is a lot of um, like th- three different languages being spoken and mm-hmm. you can tell that some of them are more fluent than, in, in some than others. But yeah. yeah. I wonder where Branick is from. Do they say where he... England. He's, a, he's, okay, so he's Sir John be... Branick. so he's English. Yeah. Ah,
1: yes. Knighted yeah. at least. Hmm.
2: Interesting. Yeah, the Lord's Lord, the uh, Lord, the uh, temporal and uh, spiritual <laughs> in one. Oh my gosh, um, good makings of an anti-pope, if you ask me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't talk about Cavallo very much. Who is Voyello's man who specializes in making people uneasy? So, yeah. mm-hmm. Who meets Sophia Dubois, the woman who has never felt uneasy?
2: Mm-hmm. Exceptional woman.
1: Yeah, and I she's got her she's got a very severe
2: haircut this yeah. season, she's, and she's, she's
1: entered the realm of like Robin Wright.
2: She's gone Claire Underwood this season, House of yeah. Cards. Yeah, you That's know the, the marketing- same person. Yeah, she's the she's the, okay. Okay. the, the,
0: hair the hair same person. Me. Yeah, no, I remember her role from season one. I just didn't recognize
2: her. Yeah, I wonder what kind of role the mar the the Pope's marketing team would have in like the whole poverty kind of thing.
1: Yeah. So, In an era where we're giving hmm. everything away, can't yeah. be like putting your face on plates. Yeah. What job does she have?
2: Yeah, how do you
0: how do you spin that? How do you because like you got a pope who's idolized at this point uh-huh. and 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 sidelined at the same time. How do you spin the death of the new pope and the still living young pope? It so is interesting it's that now that, that Pope Pius, that.
2: Pius is dead or, like, on death's door, because, you know, he strictly controlled access to his image and, like, mm-hmm. what would be... And, and you see... He made one appearance, I think. Yeah, like, one the fact that, like, he would commission, like, plates church. or t shirt, but, like, everyone's got sweatshirts and T-shirts and posters of him now. Yeah. It's almost like... I, I, I understood that that's Fiello, kind of like, yeah, let's... Uh, let's uh, I mean, yeah, at the beginning of this, Boyello, the floodgates, let's make some goddamn money now. He's
0: the de facto Pope. Yeah. Like he doesn't want a conclave because he's his right. power is gonna dissipate as soon as that happens. But he's that's... not
2: good. That the thing is Vielo is very right. good being the power behind the throne, but he sucks at just being it's kinda like an Avasarella situation from expanse. Like mm-hmm. he's if he was doing a very good job, he wouldn't have the ambassador. he would have Jack Bowers uh uncle like saying, You need a fucking conclave, buddy, because yeah. this ain't it. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh it's great. Uh what else do we want to talk about? I feel like that's Nothing. about it. I'm yeah. Good.
1: The only thing we didn't talk about was Esther.
2: Esther's yeah, still there, go, still giving it to the giving it to the church. Got a lot of faith in the young Pope. She's yeah. call she's essentially calling the uh Catholic Orthodox establishment apostate. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think uh, if if I'm reading the tea leaves right, is gonna have a lot of a lot of sympathy within the laity um this season going forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, We kind of ambush people with this. Like, I know um, it's something we've been excited about, but I don't feel like we probably set, like, properly grease the feed and all that stuff. Uh, Do we have a new email? Yeah, newpope at baldmove.com. Okay, at com, and uh, if you would like to send in feedback for that, we will be considering it on a a week-to-week basis, uh, because I think, things might change, because I know our schedule tightens up a little bit towards the end of this run, but we are uh, thinking of doing episode-by-episode coverage of it, because we do love the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: It's a lot of fun to watch. There's a new feed uh, video on this podcast, kind of a new thing, so Mm -hmm. like if you're listening to the podcast, hit subscribe, I guess. If you're on the video, hit subscribe, because we're going to be covering this season episode by episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Every week we'll be back with a new show.
2: And until until next week, until we rise again from our third, six, fourth successful heart transplant,
3: uh, I'm Aaron, I'm Jim, I'm Cecily. See ya.